Thanks, Tony. Good morning. Um, get situated here. Um, it's good to be with you all today. We've had a an awesome time being with your kids and hanging out with them. Um, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a great time today tonight. I'm gonna bring a good friend of mine up in just a minute, Kevin, to share a couple things with you. Uh, I wanted to give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of background of of where I've come from. Um, I've been a I've been in full time ministry for 25 years, um, and in full time pastoral ministry for 16 years. Been a children's pastor in in several local churches, full time on a church staff for 16 years in a couple different churches. And uh, <clears throat> during that time. And the Lord has really groomed me for this new season that He has has us in right now. And uh, uh, back in June, about four months ago, we launched a ministry called Kids of Lazy Ministries International. And, and I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Uh, but prior to that, you know, the, the whole thing about my whole thing with kids is that they're people too. Children are people too. And our whole thing is to we want to help them find their place. In the body of Christ. Uh, the Bible says that in the last days I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And children have flesh on. Do you kids have flesh on this morning? Yeah? What did you do last night? I told you to do what? Pinch yourself. Is there any kid here that doesn't have any flesh on? If so, we have a, you don't have any flesh on? We've got a problem over here. Bubba. Okay. All right. We need to get some flesh on that boy. But uh, the Bible says that in the last days I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And if you have flesh on, you can be poured out on. A few years ago, when I was uh, a children's pastor, uh, I used to do everything myself. You know, I used to be, you know, kind of get it done kind of guy. Still, I'm that way, but I'm, I'm the Lord's helping me to delegate more. But I would go in on Saturday night, and I'd set up my children's church room. I'd set up all the chairs. I'd get the computer ready. I'd get the CDs ready. I'd clean the bathrooms, whatever I needed to do. Saturday night, kids show up Sunday morning. Can I help you? No, no, no. It's all done, man. I got done the night before. And uh, I was a one-man show. And uh, what really convicted me of that, he said, um, Randy, you're not, a, you're not an Ephesians 4.11 person, okay? Because an Ephesians 4.11 person says he gave uh, the fivefold ministry gifts, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, to equip God's people. Children are God's people, okay? To equip, that means disciple and train for works of service. Really convicted me of that. So I told the Lord, I got up the next morning, I told the kids, I said, you know, I have, I need to repent because I've not been training you the way I need to. I've been a one-man show. So here are the things we're going to do. I said, I need some of you to start running sound. I need some of you to learn PowerPoint, run video. Uh, if you want to start a band, you know, I can't sing. I sing the CDs, and I can't even sing, okay? And I said, you know, if it's children's church, then who should be running the church? And they said, the children. I said, okay, I need ushers. I need greeters. I need intercession team. And I want you to come tell me what you want to do. So um, <clears throat> afterwards, a couple guys came up, and they said, well, we don't want to start a band. We've been playing um, we got a band together, and we've been playing down in Caleb's basement. One of my guys, he's not with me this weekend. He's in Florida. 
But we've been playing in his basement. I said, okay, all of you bring your instruments on Wednesday night and uh, bring them all and we'll see what you got. So they all brought their guitars and their amplifiers and everything they had. And the girls showed up and, and uh, they, they wanted to sing. So I went in and, hey, these, these sounded great. Man, they were awesome. You know, like fifth, sixth grade. They were great if you wanted a Christian punk rock band. I mean... <laughs> They were. I mean, it was awesome. Just add some smoke and orange hair, you know. So that'd be great Christian praise rock punk band. I mean, they, you know. And what was funny is the guys. They just wanted to play. They didn't care who was in charge. They would just. They turned up the volume as loud as they could. Beat those drums, and they, they weren't making any sense. The girls were the ones fighting for who was in control. Okay, they were the ones saying, you know, we're in charge. You know, I'm in charge. I'm a better singer than you. And the guys were like, hey, we just want to play. We don't really care, you know. And. uh isn't that just like a guy? They don't really care. They just want to play. Musicians, they don't care who's in charge. They just want to play. Okay? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Future musician there. Okay? So uh, I stepped in and I said, hold it. I'm in charge. You see? Uh, when in doubt, take charge. So I, I didn't know what I was doing. I said, I'm the band leader. And uh, they said, you can't lead a band. I said, I know, but I'm in charge. I don't know. So I went to my, our music pastor and I said, Scott, I don't know anything about getting a band together. Would you, uh, would you, I bought his lunch. Okay. I was real nice to him. I said, Scott, would you give these guys one hour a week for three months? One hour a week, please. Oh, please, please. So he agreed to. So Wednesday nights from five to six, he came after work and worked with them one hour a week. And after about a uh, oh, six sessions or though. So they knew one song. They knew the, yeah, the river is here. You know that one, Down the Mountain, the River Flows. It's a vineyard song. So we got it that Sunday morning. We sang in the children's church. Full band, everything, you know. And uh, so next Sunday we got up. Guess what song we did again? Did the river is here. Third week, hey, kids, let's do my favorite song. And they really thought, it's the only song that we knew, okay? But we did it every Sunday. And then we started learning a second one. And then we... Learned a third one, and then we went to a church, and we knew three songs, and we messed them totally up, and, and it was great, you know. And uh, so they began just learning and, and, and practicing together. And so camp was coming around the corner a few months later, and I told the kids, I said, you know, I'd really like to take the band to camp because we do a camp every year in, in Fayetteville. And um, I said, you guys think you can learn 20 songs by by July, this is like three, two, three months away, and they said, "Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, we can learn twenty songs. We, knew, we, we, we pretty much have it down now. You know, we know what we're doing." And uh, so I went to the music pastor and I said, "Scott, you think they can learn twenty songs in three months?" And he just, he just kind of smiled. He said, "No, they can't." He said, "They're not good enough." He said, "Now in time they'll they'll get pretty good, but that's a lot of pressure to ask these kids to learn, you know, twenty songs in three months." Well. I didn't tell him what Scott said. I went back to him and said, you guys really think you can learn 20 songs? Yeah, yeah, man. You see, the thing is, what I learned from that whole experience is, if I had been a musician, if I had been a music pastor, I probably would have said the same thing. But see, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I don't know that they can't do it. And so many times we put a lid on our kids and we just all of a sudden, before we even give them a chance, we say, no, you can't do that. That's not possible. And so when you tell them it's not possible, you create a lid and they, they will only rise to the level that you uh, allow them to rise to. And if you say, go this high, they're not going to go any higher. See, 
you're, you're, you, know, you need to understand that with your kids and young people. But if you say rise here, then they're going to rise here. The, the, the further you're willing to go in the Lord and train them and equip them, the further they're going to go. But the moment you put a lid on them and say, no, you can't do that, then they won't. Okay? Real simple. And so I told the kids, I said, okay, we've got a lot of work to do. And so we practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. And, and by camp, we'd learned 23 songs. And we had a great, great time at camp. It was awesome. And I never did ask Scott what he thought about it. And, uh, but he's a great guy. Scott's a great worship leader. Wonderful, wonderful couple, he and Jane. And, um, and so that's just kind of how we got things rolling. And then in the middle of all that, uh, uh, you all know Philip. He led this morning. Philip Wave, okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Philip was... Uh, they, Philip and Michael, okay, Michael have been with me since they were like 11, 10, 11. And so they, they've done everything. They started on the puppet team. They, they weren't really good with uh, drama and skits. Because, see, I would give them things to memorize, and they wouldn't memorize them. They would just come up on the Sunday morning, oh, we don't need to memorize it. We'll just, and they would trail. They'd get way off, you know. So I mean, that's not their gift, okay, you know, uh, reciting skits. And so Philip, you know, he started bringing his guitar to... Uh, to band practice and trying to trying to play, and he wanted to play, and and I said no, not yet, uh, because um, just not ready, just not ready. And Philip had a uh, he would kind of want to take over. He just wanted to just get in there and say no, this isn't right. You got to do it this way. And so I'm training him. Work. That's what that's what it's all about. It's about discipleship and mentoring. Now Philip, you don't hit them over the head with your guitar. Okay, you don't do those things. You know. He didn't really do that, but he came close to it a few times. Okay, and you know, so they, um, and so little by little, I they they began to get just you know really good, you know, and um, and over the last, I'm kind of shortening the story up here because I want to move on. Um, over the last, uh, say the last year, they they have come into their own. Now, not the whole the whole band is not with me now. Uh, that we have, and it's kind of changed here and there. But I remember the first time Philip wrote a song, and he sang it for me. And he sang, and I was like, he, he can, he can, he can write songs. You know, I never told him that he couldn't. You see, my job and the job of of your church is, you see, we we need to pull things out of our kids. You see, we look into their. I take take that for me. What's your name? Brielle, you see, our job is to pull, come with me, is to pull the giftings and callings and talents out of our kids. You know? Now, I saw Philip in his raw form. I saw that Philip really wasn't a good puppet team director because he didn't, he was just too mean to him, okay? Not to the puppets, to the kids, okay? You know? He just, he didn't have really good disciplinary tactics with them. You know, he would throw trash can lids on the floor to get their attention. And I'd walk in, the kids were crying. I said, what's up, Philip? Threw a trash can lid on the floor. I won't read. No, we were talking. He couldn't get us quiet. Okay. All right, Philip, that's not your area, okay? All right. I'm not going to pull that out of you, okay? But he began to just play his guitar, you know, just kind of on the side, you know, just, and he just kind of got better at it and better at it. And I began to say, you can do this, you know? You can do these things. And so the song that they did this morning, the first, very first one, Praise the Lord, he wrote that. The song that he did for the offering, Who I Am, he wrote that. And next Monday night, we go in to record our first CD. We've we got some studio time, and we're going to put together a CD. And uh, it's the first one. We don't know what we're doing. We, we've never been to a studio. 
And, uh, but they've been practicing like crazy because I see in them the potential for something big, you see. And you need to see that in your kids and young people, the potential for something big. And we need to pull it out of them because if we don't pull it out of them, somebody else is. If we don't pull the giftings and callings and talents out of our kids, the world is. And so we have good kids today, okay? You're, you're doing really good. You're just hanging with me, okay? And just, just stand right there, okay? And see, we have good kids today, and our kids are going to get involved in things. They're not drug addicts for the most part like my generation was, you know. We just kind of, you know, we're so uh, tanked up on marijuana and everything else and just kind of free love, you know, 60s kind of thing. No, our kids have purpose and destiny. And when we pull on them, it's amazing what's in them. But see, the world knows that too. And so our kids are going to get involved in things. They may be good things, but are they godly things? And the church needs to be a place of safety where kids can come and say, when they walk through these front doors, they know that their gifts and their callings and their talents are going to be accessed, that we're going to pull out of them. Okay? Because if they don't do it here, they're going to do it at some ballet place down the road or some gymnastics place or some soccer camp or some band camp. I'm not saying any of that stuff is wrong. I'm just saying that the church needs to see that that's important too, okay? So our, our mission is just kind of undergird the local church and to help you guys see the importance of pulling the anointing out of your kids, pulling the gifts and talents. Thank you for helping me, okay? All right. Um, so that's a little bit about us. Kevin's coming right now, and this is a good friend of mine. Kevin travels with me, and he's going to... I uh, mentioned a couple things to you, and uh, just give my brother Kevin a hand. Yeah, he's going to share a few things and talk about tonight, and some testimonies from last night. And then I'll come and just bring a, a, a message here. I want to throw a zinger at you too, Pastor Randy. It's been a while since I've gotten up on stage and thrown a zinger at him that he didn't know was coming. So, anyway, <clears throat> sorry, I've had a little cold and. Shouting and yelling and screaming with the kids kind of messes the throat up. So forgive me if uh, they get choked up here. I'm not, you know, crying or anything. But I want to tell you a little bit about Kids Ablaze, okay? You guys have heard a little bit about how it started um, and what it is. And, and I kind of realized I was talking to uh, one of the parents, and she was asking me some questions, and I realized that, you know, she, she didn't quite understand exactly what Kids Ablaze is all about. She was asking me, where do I pastor? And, well, I'm with Kids Ablaze. So... I want to explain that to you. We have brochures in the back that you guys can, can take home. You can also go on our website, kidsablaze.com, check out the ministry. But in the states, we have a, a stateside ministry and, and an international ministry. Um, so far, Pastor Andy's been to, what, three, three countries in the past six months already, um, ministering to kids and, and adults alike, training up and equipping teachers to train up and equip kids. Um, but stateside, we have Hearts of Blaze Worship Nights, which is what's going to happen tonight. And that's where we come together at a central location with several churches in the area. And uh, <clears throat> we just have a great time. We allow the kids the opportunity at, from these different churches to get up here and minister and share what God is doing and, and help pull the giftings out of them in a setting where they feel safe and secure. Uh, and they're able to do that in front of other kids. Um, kids ministering to other kids, and it's funny, the adults always get as much out of it as the kids do when they come in with an open heart. It's really awesome. Family Revival Weekends, that's what we're doing right here. This weekend, we're kind of combining two things into one. We don't usually do that. 
but we're doing that here where um, we'll come in for a weekend and we'll just minister at a church. And uh, yesterday I had an awesome opportunity to work with some of these talented young men who are um, going to become tremendous puppeteers. And uh, I can say that in faith right now. They're going to become tremendous puppeteers. But they have, you know, they have a lot of energy and they're ready to get up there and, and share and, and let God do what He'll do in them. That's pretty awesome. We had some girls uh, get up here and do a dance and, and last night, and they picked it up, I don't know, pretty quick, uh, and then drama as well. And So there's a lot of talent in your kids. Um, sometimes when you're real close to it, you, you might not see all the talent that's in there, but there's a lot of talent in your children here. And, and that's right, amen. And you guys just need to be aware of that. We do children's worship explosions. That's coming up. In February, we're going to be in Raleigh. We're going to be in uh, Spartanburg, two separate weekends. Uh, I would encourage you, Pastor Tony, to bring as many as you can to whichever one you all can work into your schedule. That's where, you know, last year we had over 300 kids come together for intense workshops in in ministry. Drama, puppetry, singing, dancing, uh, intercession, prophecy. you know, that's, that's the practical teaching for the kids where they can really learn how to minister. And then they take it back to their churches. They take it back to their neighborhoods. They take it back to their schools. They take it to their world. That's where they go into their world and preach the good news. And then, um, let's see, one more thing. Summer camps. And I can't tell you enough about summer camps. How many of y'all go to summer camp before? Anybody ever been to summer camp? Yeah. Just about a handful of people. You kids don't ever go to summer camp? Oh, y'all got to come this year, Pastor Tony. Summer camp is awesome. It's going to be July 12th through 16th. It's going to be at Camp Dixie down in Fayetteville. Uh, It is just going to be an awesome time. You're about to see a video. When you see the video, I'm just going to tell you there's something called the blob. Just look for it. Okay? Just look for the blob. You'll know what it is. But you get 180 kids in one room praying and interceding, laying hands on each other, ministering to each other. Uh, the band's playing like they were this morning. And the adults are just all back against the wall going, wow, I'm blown away. It is unbelievable. And adults, you would have a great time too. It's a great vacation time. All you got to do, you can come for free, just grab ten paying kids and come on. And we'll, we'll look forward to having you down there. Um, in the back, we have sign up for, uh, to receive our newsletter. If you would like to receive the Kids of Blaze newsletter, see what we're all about each month or every other month, however often we send it out, put your email address down there. We'll email the newsletter to you. Um, save on paper, either way. Um, and, and here's the zinger, Pastor Randy. I think um, maybe we need to work it out where they can go online and pre-order a CD, and then we'll make sure that we can get them one when they're, when they're up. Cool. Email Pastor Randy. Say, I want a CD. Put me on the list. That's a very simple program. We have T-shirts as well. Kids Blaze T-shirts. We're out of adult sizes, so um, they're going fast. But on the back, it has the, the world. And it has a scripture that we're really all about. And that's for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And these kids have a hope and a future. And guess what? Their future starts today. Their future starts today. So we just want to thank you all for allowing us to come and minister this weekend. Um, 
I personally have had a blast. It, it is really awesome to come into a church that loves to worship and loves to just get before the Lord. Um, and you guys have just been an awesome hosts, and we appreciate you. Mr. Andy? These lovely young ladies wanted to share something with you. Last night we had just a really good service, and they wanted to share a testimony of what God did last night. And I want to encourage you to come out tonight from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock to our worship night. It's going to be awesome. Your kids are going to be doing some things, and we're going to be, they're going to be ministering, and we're going to just have a great time tonight. It was just tremendous last night what the Lord did. Uh, through worship and through intercession. And these ladies want to share with you a testimony of what God did. And it was I didn't try to work the crowd and say, well, would you share it? And they just came up some more and said, we want to share something. So you want to go first? Yeah. Um, last night while we were, like, praying and singing and stuff, Pastor Randy told us to, like, push against this wall that anything that's bothering us. And when I started to push, I just said, like, I just prayed, like, God, just take all this stuff that's out of me that's bothering me with my dad and stuff. Just take everything that's hurting me. And I was pushing. And when I took a big, deep breath, I felt something come out of me. And I just, I don't feel that pain anymore inside of me. Well, last night when I did the pushing away thing, um, a lot of things have happened to me in the last about month and a half, not all good things, and I was really bothered about it, and um, so when I took a big push, I just, like, let everything go, and I feel really relieved now, and I made a promise to God that I was going to try to work hard to make my family happy. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's awesome how God uh, God does those kind of things, and and there's there's more to come. Okay, there's more to come, because we are writing history as we go. Okay, we are writing history as we go. I'm going to ask uh, those boys who are sitting there playing with those toys. You guys are doing great, but you know what? It's time for the preaching of the word, and I'm going to ask you to put the toys up and get out your swords. Okay, all right. That means the Bible. Okay, would you guys have a seat? Okay, thank you. For listening to me and obeying, okay? Yeah, just have a seat because I'm, I'm going to bring forth the Word. And it's real important that we stay focused and pay attention when I'm bringing forth the Word this morning, okay? All right? So, Lord, we just want to thank you. And we want to bless your name today. I want to thank you for uh, <clears throat> what you're doing here at Calvary Community and, and uh, what, what the direction that they're going. And, Lord, we just feel so much at home here. I feel like there's just something... Something awesome going on here. That that that's it, it's like it's uh, um, I guess the picture that I get. Um, it's like a house that's being built and it's it's not built yet. And and I feel like you guys are in a season of just uh, almost frustration because you want the house to be built, but yet uh, the materials you're having a problem getting the materials and and the um, the um, you're looking for the tools and the materials and. And, and the Lord is just wanting to, to, to build it at His pace. And you're wanting to build it at your pace. And our pace is usually either ahead of God or too slow. And, uh, uh, but the Lord is just saying, you know, I want you to be patient. And I have all the tools in place. I have all the building materials. 
And they're right here in the body. All the, all the places for the, the new things, the, this house that I want to build, it's all here. And just open up your eyes and see uh, what I'm doing. And just it's, it's not a great secret, but just open up your eyes. And, and the Lord is also saying that this house that he's building here at Calvary Community can't be built by just one or two people. This has got to be a team effort. This is not just one person out there trying to put up this wall or build this room or bring in. It's, it's everybody has their own part. I mean, you've got plumbers, electricians. You've got, you've got all these different people and places that, have to, that has to come together. The furniture people, the, the, the fixtures, all this has to come together. And, and, and the Lord is just saying, you know, now is not the time to take a back seat and say, I'm going to let someone else do it. The Lord is saying, I want you to get involved. I want you to get involved. It's not a time to sit back. This is a house that God is building for His glory and for His purposes. And He's just saying, come on guys, wake up and, 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 and get involved. Because there is a master plan. And the Lord's given this leadership in this church a master plan and the thing is you're part of that master plan it's not just a group of people um uh you know it's just not a few chosen people we're all chosen by god and and the lord just wants you to know that and he and and for those of you who um are just kind of sitting there not really involved the lord is saying okay guys come on roll up your sleeve it's time to work it's time to work because there is a great harvest field out there of souls. There's a great harvest field of, 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 of children and young people and adults. And, and this is a time for everyone to be involved. And this house that I'm building, this, this outreach center, this mobilization place and, that I'm building is going to reach into those harvest fields. And, and, and the Lord is just saying now is the time to, uh, to step up and to get involved. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that, Lord. Just seal that, Lord. In, in Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Is that okay to say that? Was that all right? Was that all right? Okay. I didn't charge any extra for that, Byron. Okay. I, I mean, I threw that not free, okay? Now, what I'm going to say from this point on, I'm charging, okay? <laughs> Just felt the Lord on me to share that with you. Hey, um, I, um, our, our key scripture and the, the thing that I love, the, one of my favorite scriptures, is found in Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope and a future. I really believe that. I believe that's for everyone, for children, for young people, for adults. Um, God knows the plans. And we don't always know the plans He has for us. But He didn't say that we had to know the plans. Okay? He didn't uh, say, for I know the plans I have for you and here they are. Okay? He said, I know the plans I have for you, but he doesn't necessarily tell us what the plans are. You see, God's in the business of stretching us. Did you ever notice that about God? He's in the, I have here a real simple balloon. I'm going to kind of use this balloon throughout my message here. And it's kind of a little teeny balloon. And the smaller ones are the harder ones to blow up. Okay, Because you really got to get in there and give it some major breath. And sometimes... You ever done that, kids, where you try to blow up this balloon and your face turns red and you feel like you're going to just burst, okay? And it's really hard to... So what do you have to do to make it work, okay? You have to stretch it because when you stretch it, you get more breath in there, right? 
Right. Because when you stretch it and you pull it, it's able to get more breath in there. And then when you blow it up, then it can really, really take off. Okay. You see, we're like these balloons. Okay. And God is trying to stretch us a little bit here. Maybe a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm being stretched. And, and you know, the reason that I'm being stretched is so that when God breathes in me, I can fill up with His purposes and His plans. And so when the breath goes in and the balloon, the air fills the balloon, man, what's, what's awesome is that God is doing it. But see, if we try to say, no, don't, don't stretch me here, God, don't do this, you know, He can't get His breath in us. His breath represents His plans and His purposes for us, okay? And He has so many things for us, but before He can begin to unload and, and deliver those plans, man, He takes us through a time of real stretching. And that's just kind of where the Lord has us at different stages of our lives, you see. And um, the thing I'm noticing about God is he, well, he's, he loves to come through at the last minute, you know. He's not predictable. He's like a jack-in-the-box. You kids ever play the jack-in-the-box? You remember when I was a little kid, I used to, used to fascinate me. You close that thing down and you... And it would always scare me every time. Okay? And see, God is like a jack-in-the-box. You never know what He's going to do next. Yeah? You never know when He's going to spring up and do something different or something new. Okay? And, you know, that's hard for someone like me who wants everything... Well, who, who wants to control everything... Can I just be honest with you and tell you that I like order? I like control? Do I have anybody, any company here in the house here? Does anybody else like that? You like order and control? Now, some of you, are, you love chaos and you live by chaos just by looking at your bedroom, okay? I'm, but I'm not that way. I mean, everything's going to be folded nice and neat and, and my car's clean and, and, you know, everything is... I, I like to control. So when God begins to stretch me, oh, man... Man, it hurts, and it's painful, you see, because God loves to stretch us. He loves to come through at just the last moment. He does that with a lot of people, even in the Bible, kids, adults, young people. The Bible is full of stories of God coming through at just the last minute. Why, why let's talk about, let's, you know the story of David and Goliath, you know that story. Okay, you know that lesson. You know, little kid, little teeny kid, little old guy, like this fellow here, like Tony's son here. Come here, little fella. And a big Goliath. 